Hello guys, it's another episode of the Break High Podcast. Today we'll be talking about Real Estate 101. The basics you should know about real estate before you get into real estate investments or investing. For a lot of us as um, Nigerians, real estate is all about owning your own home, you know, not paying rent. and. It's a very huge misconception that guides people's decisions when it comes to the purchase of a property, especially for first-time investors. And just recently, uh, last week, I posted an article on this same subject matter. But I've chosen to speak about it today on um, this episode because of, not necessarily an argument, but a conversation I had with with, um, one of our members on our um, Hive group, the Investors Hive group. And he was talking about various reasons, or he he kind of had um, a contrary opinion to some of the um, um, ideas I had put out there for investing in real estate. Okay, so before I go, before I continue with today's subject matter, I would just like our listeners, or my listeners rather, to share ideas on what topics you would like me to address or discuss in subsequent episodes because i realized that as much as i may be um as 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 much as i think i might be able to just tell what people need to know about investments my cousin spoke to me about um, the podcast and thought oh i should get opinions of listeners and see if and here if i might get an idea or perspective as to what people would like to hear in or learn about in subsequent episodes so back to the subject of the day real estate 101 in terms of the phrase real estate it's quite generic if you think about it the perception people have about it is pretty much a derivative of the notion that estates have to be real in quotes and all estates are profitable no matter the condition surrounding the particular um, property, which is not necessarily true all the time. It probably was true several decades ago, maybe before the um, before 1971, but um, 1971 is making reference to the, the um, move John Nixon made in America to take uh, every dollar in circulation off the gold standard. So it's the removal of the gold standard that changed the modalities of investment, investing, what is considered an asset and what is considered a liability. So my understanding of asset and liability is simple. An asset is something that puts money in your pocket. A liability is something that takes money out of it, regardless of what it is, whatever it, it might seem like to you. A lot of people consider their houses assets. Fine, it's good. But... You have to understand what kind of asset you you are even going to categorize it under because that was the conversation I was having with my one of our members. I hear millennials refer to real estate as the supreme investment option available to you know only the elite group, especially in a country like Nigeria. When you think about real estate, for instance, in Lagos, the first few places that come to your mind are Lekki Phase One, Lekki Phase Two, uh, if not those areas. Um, Ikota, Chevron, Aja, and most recently Ibejileki and then Ekwe 
and one would think if i cannot afford these hybrid areas does it mean i cannot invest in real estate thanks to one or two um one or two new startups that have created pool funded real estate schemes for young millennials but then it is large it's like trying to create rates for um in nigeria it's not necessarily um regularized properly it's not managed you you there's really no significant trust because you can't tell if the property you are investing in for most of the time they are usually off plan you can't tell if the property you are investing in would eventually be completed in due time and i mean many properties are never really completed in due time 99 percent of developments across the globe are never constructed fully in in the set at the set date but then in nigeria it's quite worrisome because it can extend beyond a few years to eventually complete it so millennials think about investing in real estate as something they do when they've in quotes hammered and that kind of hinders them from thinking about it while they are still very much young you know the idea of real estate itself is not tied to the building real estate exactly on its own is probably derived from land because land is really um fixed cannot be moved even if it's stolen from you you steal the papers and then change the um ownership or something but you do not move the land because you cannot do anything about its location so that's why it's called real estate because it's the only real asset that is actually immobile that cannot be moved that being said the good news is if you think uh your property is an asset if you think it's a, a liability both can be true for you so in actual in actual sense your house can be an asset if it makes rental income for you either it's weekly monthly quarterly biannually or once a year you know and if you consider the fact that you own a house a six bedroom duplex for instance and you have just uh it's just you're a young couple with um and you guys stay in just one room and you use the other rooms for practically nothing you still have to maintain other rooms even if they've not they are not being used with time you would have to do some kind of maintenance on the whole house itself you would need um you would need staff to clean i don't see a young couple cleaning up the whole house by themselves i mean you would still need probably a maid to clean you need a security guard to secure the environment. You you know, there are just several other costs that would go into maintaining that particular house. If a light bulb burns, especially now where we have now when we have um, um LED bulbs with starters that can cost as much as ten thousand naira. So just imagine trying to fix say three bulbs every quarter and you get nothing from the house in return. If you think about it logically, you would have made a smarter investment decision if you rented 
if you bought a smaller house say for instance a two bed and then bought another two bed apartment somewhere else while that two bed is making rental income for you you are saving it, it it's financing the cost of maintaining the two bed you live in and some people can even go extreme as uh, buying two or three units of a two bed and then renting a cheaper one for themselves i'm not trying to dissuade people from owning homes by themselves to live in according to one of my members um, victor Eto, he was saying um, that one of the best things you can do is buy a home that you can leave um, you can leave to your family for instance when you have when you start bearing children and you want them to be able to have uh convenience you know the liberty of the freedom of not thinking about rent in quotes and then giving them a, a start giving them a start at, uh, in life and it's a good thing when you have uh, when when you create an environment of peace and reduce the expenses that your family can acquire or can that you that your family would have to to expand especially especially if you're not if you're no longer around nobody can predict when exactly everyone dies i mean everyone dies eventually but the falsehood that it is an asset because it is a property is very much common these days you can make your house an asset if for instance you use it as a collateral to acquire the loans you use to finance your business or business ventures so there are different ways to benefit from real estate and the misconception that all properties are great options as investment um, options is actually a lie as a millennial or as a young person who is thinking of starting out in real estate one of the first things you want to consider if you are in nigeria is try to start small you cannot really wait it's impossible for you to wait till you have all the money in the world to buy something equi or vi or or um or lucky for instance as a young person you probably want to get into speculative purchases or acquisition of properties what i mean by speculative purchases is um so for instance it is obvious that ibejeleki is going to be something to have you you would everybody should have some every young person should have a property in ibejeleki but not all parts of ibejeleki are great so some parts are going to develop better than some parts say for instance um if you compare if you compare it to if you compare yaba right now to maryland for instance you notice that yaba is not necessarily as organized as maryland not because yaba not because maryland is older than yaba but because of the kind of development you have around yaba so if you go to ibejeleki for instance there are areas where you already have existing old houses if you buy a property around if you buy land around those houses it will take longer for that land to appreciate in value in comparison to in comparison to lands which are um in fallow regions within ibejeleki the reason is because 
people who ha- who own who already have houses in Ibejuleki probably owned it even before Ibejuleki before Dangote decided to go to Ibejuleki. Now they are they are they are all aware of the development coming to Ibejuleki. In years to come, they will be the very last set of people to sell off their old dilapidated houses, and that would create a dent on the value of the new newer projects or the newer developments around that area. That reduces um, the potential for even more developments to come. So when you think about the the um, virgin regions around Ibejileki and you find new new estates coming up there already, those are the ones that would eventually develop faster than the parts of Ibejileki that already have old houses. So when doing speculative buying, you want to see the location of the land you are um, about to purchase. It's not enough for you to say, I have a land in Ibejuleki. You have to be you have to be able to decipher how far it is from the pulse. So there is the Dangote refinery. I know Kellogg's is there. I know um Dano Milk is there. And there are several other industries around there. When you're buying a land, you have to have a premeditated um purpose for which you want to use the land in the future or for which your buyer that's the secondary buyer might be willing to use it for so if you if you buy land that is relatively five minutes away from the refinery you know that there are restrictions on what you can do on that land it's probably going to be commercial because you can't really live so far or in close proximity to a refinery but if you are thinking of something that a secondary buyer would use to um would buy to build a property, buy um, to build a residential home, then you want to take something that is at least a few kilometers away from the refinery because of emission eventually. So these are the things that you should consider when you are doing speculative buying. The long and short of this asset story is not all properties are assets. Decipher why exactly you are buying a property and then go for it if it's convenient if it's within your um, cash flow capacity say for instance you want to buy a home you might not necessarily have a lot of properties but you feel that buying a home will give you the sense of satisfaction or the peace of mind that comes with being a landlord it's fine that's completely okay if you want to do that but be aware of the fact that it is not generating cash for you and it is of no financial value to you except you sell it get money out of it or use it as a collateral for your business and just because someone is renting a a just because someone rents the property in which he or she lives doesn't mean that the person doesn't own other properties it just means that that might be more convenient say for instance if you there is no logic in working in VI and going to buy a house somewhere in Agbadu Ijai. I mean, if you can't afford, I mean, if you are buying a house in Agbadu Ijai, there's probably nothing wrong with that. But if you buy it solely to live there and you intend to continue working in VI, you are probably going to be spending more on your health and on, on, on transport fare eventually. So it's actually logical to 
kind of weigh your options and decipher what is the best economically smart investment for you at that time not all investment opportunities within real estate are great opportunities you know the funny thing is in america just before 2000 just before the depression in 2008 a lot of people argued that um your house can never be a liability and robert kiyosaki was practically bashed for categorically saying that your home that you that you're buying on a mortgage is not an asset but when the depression kicked in and real estate prices dropped i mean rent the value of property side dropping a lot of people began to validate his opinions regarding um, the real estate sector or regarding investments or financial literacy generally and some people would say oh the bible says that the a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children and i agree with that completely but the thing is a house is not the best inheritance you can give to your child say for instance my dad lives in um Ikorodu, and i i just finished school and I, and I got a job in vi what would be more profitable to me at that time if my dad has a business which i have shares in or which he gives to me as inheritance after he dies which one would serve a, a, a more which one would serve better value to me because at the end of the day i might not live in ikorodu it's not um it's probably not healthy for me to live in Ikorodu if I'm going to be working in VI for the next 10 years. So, giving your child an inheritance in a business would probably serve a better purpose for cash flow for a young person who is just coming up than a house which he would probably not live in. And having an inheritance in a business even gives the person the leverage or an opportunity to decide whether or not he wants to work or start up something else that being said a lot of people buy um properties for different reasons you can either buy for the for the sense of belonging say for instance you already have a house in lekki but it would you would feel better if you live somewhere in banana island you can work towards getting that you might not get it for the purpose of earning cash flow or any rental income but if it makes you feel good if it makes your life feel more fulfilled man who's stopping you go ahead some people get properties for the purpose of cash flow while some people get properties for the purpose of capital gains so you buy a property this year you you predict that in the next one year or two years you might be able to flip it and sell it for more that's fine the idea what what i'm trying to um explain or what i would like everybody who's listening to this podcast to um, get out of today's episode is figure out why exactly you want to play in real estate at different times because you might buy a property this year for one reason and buy another one next year for a different reason understand that not all properties are assets and not all properties are purchase for the purpose of making 
money. Sometimes people just buy a property because it's beautiful or because it's a smart home and they've never lived in a smart home. Doesn't mean that it's the most economically it's not it doesn't mean that it's the most economic decision to make at the time. So if you're buying a house to give your children a shot at not paying rent, fine. If you're buying a house so that you can generate income from it, fine. My 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 message to you is figure out why exactly you want to play in the real estate market. And if you're a startup who is willing, who is um, thinking of getting his first property, my advice is that you consult someone who's who is a real estate consultant. I'm, I'm not talking about a broker now. Because a broker will only sell you what he or she has in his or her portfolio. A broker will sell you whatever listings, what they will sell you options from whichever of his listings he has. But if you if you if you consult a real estate consultant who has a real estate investment consultant who has a neutral perspective and who has no proprietary um no proprietary products or or affiliation with any particular company then you can be sure of getting a neutral opinion as to what exactly is best for you at the time you really don't have to wait until you work for five years before you can you can start thinking about buying a property so if you have that on your mind now you can just send me an email at info at brickhive.com and i'll surely give you a reply and then we can fix a meeting or have a phone call whatever it is to discuss what your interest is on how would you how you would like to start that's all for this episode of brick hive podcast if you like us to give us a rating also you can subscribe on google and apple podcast visit our website on www.brickhive.com and subscribe to our membership for more informative investment tips and our monthly report for 500 naira or one dollar every month.